Sports are back, the Mets are back, and they're really back, like Panic City form back. And you could save 40% to know everything that's going on in sports with a subscription to The Athletic. Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com slash LGM, you can receive 40% off an annual subscription. Sports are back, and you won't want to miss breaking stories on your favorite teams. So go to theathletic.com slash LGM. Let's go Mets, right? Easy. For 40% off an annual subscription, and we hope to see you there. This is what we waited three plus months for. Mets baseball is back and it's full on panic city at this point as the Mets are swept in Atlanta, lose five in a row. And at a point on Sunday, had no idea where Yoenis Cespedes was apparently. That was a statement put out by the team. We know now Cespedes deciding to opt out of the remainder of the 2020 season due to coronavirus concerns. Other than that, how are things, Tim Britton? Other than that, uh, things are still not going well for the Mets. They've lost five in a row. They can't get a hit with a runner in scoring position, except Mm -hmm. for the night where they scored 10 runs, which wasn't enough. Uh, Not not a great weekend for the New York Metropolitans. What do we make of what has occurred here with Yoannis Cespedes? I think, big picture, any athlete that wants to opt out of playing in the midst of a global pandemic, I... I respect that decision, right? The Mets even said they respect that decision. Now, the way that Cespedes did it, essentially ghosting the team, not informing them that he was going to leave, uh, does not seem great, though you and Mark Carrig reported that he did tip off a couple of teammates on Saturday night. But he was also batting 161. He was also struggling at the plate, appeared frustrated. It is not easy to not have major league at bats for two years, not really have a spring training, and then rush in and be expected to perform at the level that I'm sure Yohannes Cespedes expects to perform. So what do you make of this decision by Yohannes Cespedes? Yeah, so there's a lot of different elements of this, and I, I don't think like people are going to want us to cast blame either on Cespedes uh, or on how the organization handled certain aspects of it Sunday. Uh, and I think there's there's plenty to go around uh, for everyone involved. Um, I, th- I think with Cespedes, like, it is totally understandable to me that a player who thought that the protocols were going to be strong and be good and you get 10 days into the season and you see one team with 18 players test positive mm-hmm. uh, in your division... Uh, they're on your schedule this week. And then another team, uh, you know, in, in another one of these, if we're going to call them like geographic pods in the Central, in the Cardinals, has had several people test positive. Uh, that is enough to, I think, uh, reasonably concern any baseball player. Uh, so I, I don't think uh, it's like beyond the pale to imagine you went as waking up on Friday, seeing that, wait a minute, the Cardinals too? Like those games hmm. are canceled too? And he's not uh, and, the only one opting out this right. weekend. L- Lorenzo Cain opted out. Uh, and, and you know, we heard at The Athletic from from someone that, that says that this has a family member with a pre-existing condition, which kind of amped up his concern. So that's a very reasonable decision for him to opt out. Uh, for him not to formally tell the team, 
uh, is not what you would want as a team, uh, as a as a front office. Uh, I do think there has been this disconnect between what Cespedes is thinking and the front office of the Mets and different front offices of the Mets for a long period of time. You, you know, and the the story Mark Kerrigan and I wrote off of this. Uh, we mentioned the the incident in 2018 when he said after after that game against the Yankees, the last game he had played until this season, he says, "Oh yeah, I'm thinking about this surgery on my That's heels," right. and the Mets. You know, we're, we're like, we've never heard of this, even though they had said earlier, we know he has a chronic condition in his heels. So it just seems like the there's been a consistent lack of communication between those two sides for years. Uh, Cespedes is not the only player that's happened with with the Mets. Mm-hmm. You go back to Carlos Beltran and his surgery uh, back in, what, 2010? Uh, you know, there have been other players who've had those issues with the Mets. There have been other front offices that have had that issues with Cespedes. So... Uh, it's not uh, unique to either of them. This, this incident is not unique for either side. Uh, so, I, you know, clearly he was not looking his best at the plate. It was going to take some time to build up. Uh, I think you can reasonably say as a Mets fan, I wonder if the lineup will be better without him, if that means J.D. Davis uh, is playing left field less, uh, and if, uh, you know, Dom Smith is in the lineup more. Uh, I think the ceiling of the lineup is lower without Cespedes than it would have been with him because of that right-handed power bat. We saw what it can do on opening day. Um, so there's just a lot of different elements to this, and it, it's complicated, and I'm not sure exactly how to feel about it just yet. Well, I think a lot of Mets fans have been like, well, maybe this isn't a bad thing because Cespedes had looked so lost at the plate. He was striking out in, what, more than a third of his at-bats or so. And Dom Smith has looked terrific, right? And J.D. Davis proved what he could do offensively last year. And those two figured to be in line to gain the most at-bats. But the thing to me with Cespedes was it, it was understandable it's going to take him time to get going this year. Now, you don't have a lot of time this season. I get that. But if you're going to make the playoffs at 500, you want to have a Ioannis Cespedes in your lineup and you hope that he can get hot and carry a team like he did back in August of 2015 and still has a little bit of that in him. And we saw at least a spark of it on opening day. Right. And, and you you know, you can say, okay, maybe the best regular lineup involves Davis, DHing, and Smith in left field. First of all, Smith is not that much better a left fielder than Davis. Uh, you know, we haven't seen a lot of him out there this year yet to gauge quite the same way we have with JD. Uh, and then that lineup starts to look a little uh, shallower than, than it had. Uh, with Cespedes in it, when you had a guy like Smith able to come off the bench and pinch hit for you, uh, you know, now you're talking about uh, acquisitions like the Billy Hamilton one earlier Sunday potentially being meaningful and helpful, uh, you know, as, as more than just kind of player pool depth. Now they're kind of active roster depth. Uh, so I, I think just the you could imagine at, at a certain point the, the highest level that this Mets team could play uh, in 2020 when we talked about it in spring training. What, what were the things that would, if they went right, th- these Mets could be really good. It was sure. Noah Syndergaard being at the top of his game. He's out for the year. It was Ioannis Cespedes being something like his old self. He's done. It was Shades maybe, of 2017. It, it was maybe Jed Lowry being able to give you anything. And it looks like he's done for the year. Uh, so it, there's just, uh, you know, the idea that, that the Mets can be a real legitimate contender for anything in the National League seems to have gone by the wayside. Uh, and... Clearly, the, the thoughts of the postseason even just, you know, we're only 10 games into the season. They don't look as strong a team as we all thought they were going to be. No, obviously. But you bring up an interesting point, which was the acquisition of Billy Hamilton earlier on Sunday. 
And let's see, the release on the Hamilton trade came out, it was before the game, uh, so it was at 11.48 a.m. Now, the they didn't say that they didn't know where Ioannis Cespedes was until later, but I would think this morning maybe it was clear, oh, Cespedes, where is he? Is he showing up? Is the acquisition of Hamilton a reaction, you think, to Ioannis Cespedes is going to opt out? Or is this just coincidence, do you think? You know, I, I know that cons- conspiratorially minded, uh, conspiracy minded, um, you know, I think I don't think of this as much of an acquisition of, of Billy Hamilton as it is unloading Jordan Humphreys. Jordan Humphreys is the guy they traded for Hamilton. They mm-hmm. designated him for assignment on July 29th. So this is four days later uh, that this is happening. Um, you know, and I think it's 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 not a, a circumstance where the the front office is like, okay, we need to find a depth outfielder right now. Who can we trade for him? It's we're trade we, we're getting rid of Jordan Humphreys. He's going to get claimed. Uh, let's see what the best thing we can get for him is. Uh, and outfield depth, especially in center field uh, with Hamilton, that made sense with or without Yuenis Cespedes on the okay. roster. So okay. I, you know, I I'm just trying to get a feel for the time frame here of what right. maybe the Mets knew when and how they're reacting to things as you you try to piece it back together. But as you mentioned, it, it, that trade with Hamilton made sense independent of what was going on, perhaps. Uh, with Ioannis Cespedes. Another yeah, the, aspect I want to hit. Go ahead. The, sorry, the, the bigger concern, I think, with me and the timing is, you know, you send out that statement. I think it was at 126 in the afternoon. So the game has started. Uh, and and I don't know where your mind went when you saw that oh. news. But my mind, like, that was that was really frightening, you know? Yes. you and, and and Van Wagenen mentioned it post-game. He said, you know, baseball's had tragedies in the recent past. Mm-hmm. And, and we can all remember, you know, Tyler Skaggs and Daryl Kyle. And your mind goes dark places when that comes out and so for them to send that out and then kind of you know within an hour be like we know he's okay we just don't know where he is uh seemed a little cavalier to me uh and it's uh, the sense we got from the post-game press conference was that between the initial statement and the second kind of team source telling a bunch of beat writers that we know he's he's okay but he's not exactly accounted for was the security going to the hotel and and realizing he's not in his room and his stuff has all been packed up uh you would have hoped i think uh look as a beat writer you like as much information as possible sure. but you would have expected them to maybe do that before the initial statement you know when when matt harvey didn't show up for a game in 2017 there was no statement at 7:25 after the game started that matt harvey isn't here no uh, it seems like the so, Mets were pissed off so yeah it, it it comes off that way even if uh, afterward, Van Wagenen said, you know, we just wanted to be as transparent as possible. You know, yeah, and, and you look, Brody can say, hey, we support Cespedes' decision because what else is he going to say when you are talking about, again, playing baseball in the midst of a uh, a global pandemic here? But there, there's no doubt the Mets are angry at <laughs> how Cespedes handled this and to just not show up at the ballpark. Right. And then, you know, I think we've seen uh, the New York Post reported that maybe he was upset about uh, the incentives that, that he, you know, he wasn't getting enough playing time to reach the incentives that he wanted to get to. Uh, you know, I've done the, I've, I've followed the math on this. Uh, and, you know, I, I can imagine him, I, I don't dispute that part of that is true, but I don't see it as his primary motivation. Uh, and again, this is without getting Ioannis's full take on this. Um, because he was, you know, he was going to make about $4 million. That was his base salary once he was on the roster opening day. Uh, and he could make up to 7.4 if he got, you know, four at-bats a game every game. 200, he needed 241 at-bats to get the full extra 
$3.3 million. Uh, he was on pace through 10 games to get all but the last two incentives. He was on pace to get $6.7 million. Um, so it's not like, you know, maybe they had talked to him about, uh, you're not going to play quite as much, uh, and it comes down a little bit. But, you know, he was on pace to get most of his incentives. Uh, so I don't know why he would leave. My understanding is he's leaving the money on the table, not just mm-hmm. the incentives, but what he was supposed to make as a, a base salary. Uh I don't see why he would leave the potential to make up, you know, pretty reasonably six, six and a half million dollars on the table because he wouldn't be getting the additional like 800,000. Well, this that is does- what's hard about analyzing Ioannis Cespedes, period. We never really got to know Cespedes publicly, whether it be the language barrier or you know, sometimes he would talk to the to the media and you get a sense for what his attitude was like in a given moment. But there were other times where he would go dark, and you wouldn't hear from Ioannis Cespedes for long periods of time. He's been described as moody uh, quite a bit over the years. And so I'm not really sure what is fair to try to guess with Ioannis Cespedes when it really does feel like for a guy who's been in this organization for five years and Mets fans can recount all the big moments that he's been a part of, it's hard to tell necessarily what he's all about. A lot of things what you hear are, are secondhand about Cespedes. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's been five years. Like you go, you know, I don't I don't know what the exact number of at bats he's had during the the life of the four year contract. Certainly, uh, you know, the twenty seventeen to twenty twenty. Uh, clearly, the the twenty fifteen uh, push he was central to. They don't win the pennant without him. Uh, twenty sixteen, they don't make the playoffs without him. Uh, and then kind of the story of 2017 through 2020 is not having him at, at full strength. Uh, and it's weird. Like I've covered this team. This is my third season on it. And I feel like I've seen like a hundred UN assessment as at bats. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think you're right that, you know, that, that language barrier exists. Uh, and it's, it's kind of a fault of, of the media not being as diverse, uh, you know, that you don't have someone who can speak to him in his own language, uh, that you're reliant so much on, on who the interpreter is. And, and I know with Cespedes in different located different teams he's played for, I covered him in Boston briefly, uh, you know, you're really reliant on the strength of that individual interpreter and, and how beholden he is to the team as well. If you're getting kind of the full candor out of, out of any player, uh, let alone someone like Cespedes. So it, I, I think you're right that we don't really know him to the same level that you would most players you've been around for this amount of time. Now look, there's still a lot for this to, to shake out with. Uh, how it's going to affect the team going forward, as we talked about. J.D. Davis, Dom Smith figured to, to pick up the majority of the at-bats. It should be a great opportunity for those guys to show what they can do. But this team's got to get going. You lose five games in a row in a 60-game season. What's the equivalent? Losing about 12, 13 games in a row. Mm-hmm. So while, yeah, it, it might be early-ish in this season, it certainly doesn't feel like it. And this just uh, another one of those blows and another tough day for a franchise that obviously has had a lot of them in uh, in recent years uh but i'm pete mccarthy tim Britton. always a pleasure sir aren't you glad baseball is back pete adios <laughs>